Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. There's my animal sounds. Ready? Yeah, man. I don't drink. I don't do drugs anymore. <laughs> I used to take drugs and I quit, but I'll tell you something else. I know this is not a very popular idea. You don't hear it very often anymore, but it's the truth. <laughs> I have taken drugs before and uh, I had a real good time. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't murder anybody, didn't rob anybody, didn't beat anybody, didn't lose mm, one job. Laughed my ass off and went about my day. Sorry. I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to too. <laughs> Give it to me. It is the STP cast. This is Steve. Here is my good friend, Top Shelf. The mighty Reverend in Fuego. Yes. And everybody's favorite, Mono Nick. Hi. Hi. Little bit of a drug theme. Got to give props to Bill Hicks and Mitch Hedberg together. Two comic (laughs) geniuses who had shared kind of a similar brain in a sense. I love Bill Hicks. Oh. One of the best, a comic genius. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the theme today is drugs. The reason being, drugs. I've come across a list of the top 10 songs about drugs. Uh, drugs. And I figured we could talk a little bit about that. Drugs. I wonder if one of my favorite songs is on there. Well, we're going to find out. The number one song, or at least number one album, is our jam of the week. The entire Dirt album, number one, Alice in Chains. Let's check it out. Dude, 
That chorus right there is like one of the most powerful choruses. I, I remember when the That's first time crazy, I heard it, yeah. I was just like, damn, dude, he's just laying it out there. Like, yeah, I'll do whatever drugs you got, and I'm rich, bitch, so don't even worry about the money. It's like, that's heavy, man. It's like one of the most evil-sounding songs, too. Especially this part. I'm happy. <laughs> Chills, man. It's like such an anthemic sounding song that is about like the darkest period of a man's life. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't make it to the radio. Even the guy that so this this uh, article is written on uh, Loudwire nice. Rock website It's the top 10 songs about drugs Don Jameson's the, the writer of it You might know him He's the co-host of that metal show, comic uh, oh, yeah. yeah, he's he's awesome He's and the guy with the beard I believe so What's his name again? I'm sorry Don Jameson Don Jameson, thank you And on one part Oh wait, I gotta hear that part Even when you just hear this song, it feels like you're in the studio with them. And, like, I just wonder what the rest of the band was, like, thinking when he whipped those lyrics out. Like, oh, boy. Give us some, rich guy. (laughs) I think they were like, we wish you didn't have all that money. (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately. That's such a heavy line. I just can't get over the sluggy riffs, man. Yeah. So awesome. I'll bet you be doing like me. And it ain't so bad. Like, if drugs ever get fully legalized, that line might be like the best endorsement for drugs ever. <laughs> So yeah, uh, Don Jamison writes, okay, because he's, he gives a little blurb about every uh, song nice. that cracks the top 10. And of course, the number one one is not a song, it's an entire record, but he says, okay, maybe not every song is about the big H, but with <laughs> tunes like Junkhead, Sick Man, and Godsmack, it's bound to be the feel-bad hit of the decade. <laughs> Rest in peace, Lane. So I grabbed all the songs off of the top 10 and I, I grabbed a clip. Not, we're not going to listen to every nice. song. We will be here for the next like five days if we did that. But I wanted to see how familiar you are with some of these songs. I was surprised by, I wasn't surprised by the inclusion of a certain song and it's number two. So we'll have a, a bit to get to until we get to that. But 
I was surprised by the song that they chose. And, I, and we'll get to that when we get to number two. But the first one, uh, we'll start with number 10. And I'm curious. I think Toppy might know who this is. Okay. You guys might know just because of the voice. But I didn't even, I'm not really super familiar with the song. But it's also about heroin. Sounds like Megadeth. You're right. It's called Use the Man, about heroin. Not all the songs are about heroin, so this isn't going to be like the heroin podcast. Dang it. (laughs) I like what he wrote about the song, though. He goes, if I were Dave Mustaine and I knew I had to spend the rest of my life answering questions about my (laughs) former band, (laughs) I'd want to stick myself and everyone else with something sharp. Oh, man. (laughs) All right, number nine. I... Not a very familiar song. I think it, some metal fans will know this one, but. The guitar riff might give it away. Was that that's Zach Wild? Correct. Uh, that's, it sounded kind of like him in the thing. Yeah. <laughs> He's got that iconic yeah. riffage. Absolutely. It's actually Black Label Society, but that's Zach Wild. Yeah. And uh, he's singing about pills and alcohol on that one. Number number eight, the uh, drug that they're singing about. And I honestly, even when I hear the song, I don't notice it, but I'm not a lyricist. Like, I'm not you know a guy that pays attention to the lyrics. So, uh, But it's uh, a song about marijuana. Oh. Marijuana. Do you wanna? Really? Yeah. I didn't Passage know. to Bangkok is about marijuana. I didn't know Canadians did weed. Oh, that's all they do. <laughs> the BC bug. Oh, yeah, that's right, huh? This is a band that I just wouldn't Bangkok. think would be about drugs. Well, I just don't ever associate Rush with drugs. God, the guy was playing I know, a right? keyboard, playing a bass, like playing another keyboard, well, I'm sure singing everyone, all at the same time. I'm, I'm sure, sure everyone who listens to them is on drugs. Yes. Right. I just don't expect them to be. I just don't know why. The drummer's so baked, he wants four bass drums. We've yeah. been He's only got two feet. In Lebanon. The bass, like, or the, the drum kit, like, rotates around him, doesn't Lebanon. it? And he just... Bro, I'm going to get drums and it's going to surround me. I don't even have enough feet for them. They Damn. were way-stoned. Well, it's funny you asked, though, Rev, because it's like, hey, of course these crazy Canadians partook in the sweetest leaf. Who else would write songs that take up entire album sides? <laughs> I guess that's a really good that's, point. Yeah, that is a good point. Number seven, I think everybody's going to know. It's off of one of the greatest albums ever written, and the song is about heroin. Oh, yeah. Right? I love this album so much. And this is my, one of my favorite songs off of it. Well, you like this song because you used to live in one, right, Steve? Yeah, baby. <laughs> Different kind of brownstone. What a great groove on that song. Oh, it's so great. The, the whole song is awesome. It's funny. Uh, the Junkhead song by Allison Chains 
And Mr. Brownstone, one time I did like a cover night with some of the guys from Window Pane and other bands as well, but Glenn from Window Pane put it together. And everyone like did a couple of songs and they asked like, well, what songs do you want to play drums on? And he gave me the whole list, and I, I go, I want the heroin block, and I went with Junkhead and Mr. Brownstone. <laughs> nice. And I was so pumped, <laughs> because those are like two of my all-time favorite songs. Oddly enough, they're both written about heroin. Uh, number six, I think you're going to know the guy who's singing in the band, of course, because he's an iconic singer for this band. Um, I didn't even know the song, because I'm not a huge fan. Is that Lenny? Yep. All right. Motorhead. Dead Men Tell No Tales. Honestly, the only Motorhead song I really know is Ace of Spades. <laughs> oh, and the Triple H one. That's right. Entrance music. Time to play the game. Ah. Uh, that song about heroin. A lot of songs about heroin. Yeah. yeah dark. Yeah, yeah right? That, guys. Man, if drugs so good, it makes you write songs about it. Great songs. Isn't that and sad? Ruin your life. Yeah. It's, just, it's right. It's like here's the, the double-edged sword or the double-edged needle. Yeah, it's, it's like art. It's like all artists, man. Drugs will just do crazy stuff with your mind, man. They'll, yep. they'll tap into creative stuff that only your subconscious is like seeing. And it's unfortunate that when bands clean up, typically the music suffers. Yeah. But like, you know, as a person, I want to see everybody be okay. But as a fan of the music, you're like, ah, oh, can't you like, can, can you figure out a way to dig into that without touching that drug? Because yeah. of course, you know, you don't want these. I mean, the sad stories that we've heard. Ask mm-hmm. Bill Hicks. Mushrooms. There you go. Mushrooms <laughs> is the way to go. That's right. Hmm. I don't know many. Well, I'm sure there's plenty of songs written about mushrooms. It might not just be the style of music I like. Oh, it's probably dude, the Grateful yeah, Dead albums. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's a lot of bands that I know, watch, like uh, just really weird bands that I got into right. like in the 90s, that they were all about LSD and mushrooms. You're like, yeah, because you're putting circus music into your stuff. <laughs> Yeah, Stop listening to ICP, Rev. It's not ICP. There's a band actually that's coming back uh, in May called Dog Fashion Disco. Dog oh Fashion gosh. Disco? Yes. DFD. Yeah, they're really weird, but they add a lot of circus elements, and they are totally all doing hallucinogens, and they're probably still doing them. And there's a, there's an audience for it. It's just, oh, yeah. I, you know, I'm not going to be on my way home being like, man, I need to hear some jams to circus right. music. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, yeah. we have another song about heroin. This one about Jeez. heroin and cocaine. You'll know this band. Early Aerosmith. I think off the Rocks record. Wow. Rocks. Duh. Right? I never even put two and two together. What? Aerosmith Rocks isn't just, you know, an exclamation? That's Up until this very moment, that's what I thought. <laughs> Wait, the lead singer of a band called Queen is gay? Wait. <laughs> Killer Queen. Song's called Combination, and yep, it's uh, about heroin and cocaine. I love what uh, Don wrote about this. The Toxic Twins, Steven Tyler and Joe Perry, one half of one of the greatest American rock bands, but their drug-fueled meltdowns brought Aerosmith to its knees. Now bands' meltdowns uh, are if they don't have gluten-free rice cakes backstage. (laughs) That's kind of true. Number four, Rev, I have a feeling that you were a fan of this group. Uh, I was back in the 90s. This is like reeks of the Lollapalooza generation of alt-rock slash metal. This song isn't ringing a bell at all. Ministry! Oh, I did, but the only song I know is Jesus Built My Hot Rod. This is off the same record, Psalm 69. Oh, I should probably listen to the whole album. 
It kind of got a Rammstein feel to him. Oh, yeah. Yep. Ministry's badass, but I literally only know one song. I think Ministry so must have influenced Rammstein quite a bit. Oh, yeah. What number was that? That was number four. Number and four. we've done number one. Be- yes. So there's, there's two, two left. bands left. Man, if there's not a couple of... There needs to be Third Eye Blind I'm, in this. Oh, for I'm, Crystal Meth. Come yes. on. Kind of like, there's no Pink Floyd. I'll hold my reservations. Okay. I think <laughs> you're going to get disappointed, sir. Number three, I'm pumped it's on the list only because I love the band and I love the song, but I was shocked that it's, honestly, I never put the connection that it was a song about drugs, and apparently it's about cocaine. Oh, yeah. You never, what? I don't what? pay attention to lyrics. lyrics. Like, oh, my God. Uh, you pay zero attention to lyrics then, man. <laughs> wow, Yeah, Steve. it's the thing that's running his life. Like, <laughs> master. Oh, my God. Master. <laughs> Taste me, you will see more is all you need. Dedicated yeah. to, I'm yeah, killing you. you. Damn, I guess I never really made the connection. Me neither. Oh, good. Thanks. Yes. What? No. What? Really? Yes. I've. Oh my. I've God. never done cocaine. So I just why would was... I even think of how that would like be explained in a song? I'll be honest. That's I thought like it was about a called... guy who was like a like a, a, a dictator. That was called master. That's exactly what I was thinking because it's called master of puppets. <laughs> They're pulling your strings, man. But apparently it's the drug that's pulling It was political, strings. man. I need to listen to that oh record my. some more. You think Metallica's yeah. going to have any like conscious brain in their bodies about po- politics? The name of the song's called lives? Master of Puppets. They're obviously got some sort of And mind. justice for all, they kind of went down a political <laughs> road. But this is before that. This is back when they were just doing drugs and singing songs about it. Well, apparently we're not part of the cool club there. Oh, apparently not. No. <laughs> Need to grow my hair out and smoke cigarettes out by the boys' locker room. So, Monique, there's only there's only one song left that we haven't heard. I know. Uh, what are you waiting for? <sighs> well, let's see let's if it's hear. number let's two. Hear. What because... are you waiting for? He's probably wait. Well, is this like specifically like metal? It on it, it must be because Loudwire is a rock. Okay, because I it's mean, rock. It's, yeah. it's rock. So song. you're not going to have any Cypress Hill, Queens of the right. Stone Age. You're not going to have good hit song of the summer. Nicotine, Valley oh. marijuana, yeah, nicotine, Valley of Valley marijuana, ecstasy, and alcohol. Cocaine. How could that not be on the list of the top songs? They're just listing every drug. Prepare for disappointment. Well, that's my checklist for what I'm doing on the summers. Oh, I'm sure concert series. Oh, I thought that's your checklist of what drugs you do on the weekends. Well, I've done nicotine. I've done the cocaine. I still got to get the Valium. And the ecstasy. Uh, and the Vicodin. And the, uh, marijuana is a, no, a no-brainer. Uh, this one, yeah, I would have expected a completely different song by this band being on this list. And I, I'm kind of surprised that this song is not on the list. Do, do, do. do no, it's do, not do. that. Damn it. Number two, it's. I would have assumed it would have been this band singing about marijuana. But it's about this band singing about cocaine. Yeah. Yeah, should have been sweetly, man. Right. It totally should have been sweetly. How yeah. do you not have sweetly? It starts on out with a bong rip. He even used the lyric. The line sweetly. Yeah, and that's why I was saying like the feel good song of the summer. He used yeah. that in one of the Allison Chains descriptions. Yeah. I, mean, I think is- I think it's because marijuana is really desensitized now. That's yeah. fair. I yeah, don't think people put that up there with cocaine. heroin and cocaine. But he did have number eight was Rush, and it was about marijuana. If you were going to pick a marijuana song, wouldn't you go with uh, Sweet Leaf over everything? I would. This is Although this jam, is awesome. Though. It doesn't sound like they're on cocaine while playing it, though. Yeah. No, it's so sludgy it's so and stoner. slow. And, just and there's an entire album by the band called Electric Wizard called The Dope Throne. I'm just saying. <laughs> the oh, the drum. dope show by no. Marilyn Manson. Yep, Come we're on. We're all stars now. Of course, it's that's been, a little bit more about 
Hollywood and music industry and stuff. The like Dope that. Throne is basically Sweet Leaf, just seventy-one minutes of it. It's pretty awesome. Oh, are you gosh. serious? Yeah, it's so good. And if you're high, it doesn't matter. No, it's just the same <laughs> bass riff over oh, and man. over. And just, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised that Sweet Leaf did not make the cut. Is there any, any? I mean, okay, so you're Queens of the Stone Age. What about you yeah. guys? Any song that you're surprised it didn't? I mean, Pink Floyd too. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they decided that Pink Floyd wasn't heavy Comfortably enough. Comfortably numb and right. Yeah, all those, yeah. I think anything just about hallucinogens would have been a little more interesting than all of them being heroin. They're all pretty much heroin <sighs> and cocaine. That's so yeah. depressing. Yeah, it's amazing that that drug. I think maybe just because we know like how badly their people's lives are ruined. Yeah, one of my all-time favorite singers, Andrew Wood, yeah. is not here anymore because of that drug. Yeah. I think you almost need yep. drug songs and then pot songs is its own category. You're right. I okay. mean, because there's so many and there's so more iconic to us than mm-hmm. the hidden references in Master of Puppets, apparently. Yeah, apparently. It's <laughs> <laughs> pull Sorry. up the lyrics. Pull up the lyrics of Ma- Do we have the full song of Master? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, we yeah, do. Oh, it's like eight minutes long. I don't care. We got time. <laughs> I got nothing else planned except for voicemails, emails, and text. I was just thinking in my head, what are we gonna do now? We can talk about the pet challenge that we're gonna be doing in a minute. Oh yeah, I've got. St- I'm stacked oh, on that crap. mf'er. Yeah, I'm excited about that. All right. I have it if you want it. Yeah, yeah. Four, yeah. Yeah. Eight twenty-four. Oh my gosh. All right. I'm gonna find the lyrics on my phone that way. I can oh play wow. Them. Yeah. You'll be totally. Your, your eyes are will totally. Be, like, your eyes will be open, <laughs> Steve. Really, it's completely insane. Yeah. Like, all right. Play it, man. Let's, uh, do, yeah, it. let's do it. Here. This is the death of you. <laughs> That's what the Honestly, lyrics any say. reason to play any song off of Master of Puppets is okay with me. Hmm. Oh, I got him right here now. Hell? I'm toe tapping. Oh. oh, that'd be yeah. awesome to see somebody. Oh yeah, chop your breakfast on a mirror. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean it's. Yeah, it, I I wasn't sure if that was it was in, in this we song or another attention. one. I, never, I knew that one was in a Metallica song. You know, even back in those days, I used to read the lyrics along with the music. <laughs> I get the, the cassette. Yeah. Well, how old were you in '86? '86, I was 12. There you go. You know, I had, no, still. I had no idea about drug culture. I always was... was so you were raised right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a, a Kiss Coke mirror, and I didn't realize it was a Coke mirror. <laughs> I was all pumped. I got it at the fair. I'm like, oh, look at this little mirror. It's got Kiss's logo on it. Yeah. Razor blades that come out of the side. <laughs> Knights of Satan service. I'm the source of self-destruction. Yeah. So cocaine is his master. Right. And neither. So what you're telling me is that they probably did a lot of coke when they wrote these songs. I'm guessing, yeah. My eyes have been open to the song. <laughs> now all I think about is a big pile of coke. Well, yeah. Pushing your mind. Well, your dreams came true. You became the biggest thrash metal band of all time. Blinded by me, you can't see a thing. Yeah. Call my name and I'll hear you scream. Master Metal. The next cocaine. Cocaine. I'm in love with the cocoa. <laughs> was no, that one's there. actually about cocoa powder. Yes. Oh. Baking soda. Yes. Oh, yes. Baking soda. He's making a cake. All right. So the next set of lyrics. 
really kind of give it away. I never knew that line. Get up and go. Taste me, you will see. More is all you need. Yep, dedicated to. How I'm killing you. Who, me? No, me. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, you. You're the cokehead. Oh, yeah. Guy with diamond. Yeah, man. SD. Apparently not rocking enough. Yeah. Cocaine. Cocaine. Now I'm going to listen to this album again. Yeah. <laughs> Pay attention to what he's saying. Hit the freeway. Yeah. In a pile of dust. Face the thing that should not be, Steve. You this is the part where they have it. This is the part where they're looking for more cocaine. I was going to say, that's the high is worn <laughs> yeah. off, and they're like, we need more cocaine. Hey, James, See, I was around. thinking this is when they slip into the heroin high. Or mushrooms. Yeah. It's like, wow, we're out, we're out wow. in a field of grass, man. <laughs> I don't know why I'm walking like I'm a Tyrannosaurus Rex, but I am. Look over there, brah. It's a unicorn. Man, you don't see anything on that stuff. On mushrooms? Yeah. You've never seen anything on mushrooms? He's Nothing tried. that isn't crazy. Really? Yeah. I think the worst thing I saw because of the shadows was... Saddam Hussein in my fan, my oscillating fan. Well, you saw something. You didn't see anything. That was the shadows, and I was like, once I was like, he's not there, it went away. I guess the crazy thing I ever saw on Mushrooms was a plate of cookies talking to me. Stuff wiggles and moves around. Yeah, I've seen that a lot. I saw Jesus and Toast and didn't even have to use Mushrooms. Well, that was just on eBay. (laughs) Yeah, they make those now. Oh. It's a good thing I didn't bid on it. We need an STP cast toaster to sell. With just nice. your bald head Dude, in the middle of it. The logo. With the logo. That's yeah. awesome. Right? It's hard enough to get them to put more t-shirts in the damn rock shop. Are they going to make us a toaster? <laughs> I think there's still some available. Please buy them. What, toasters? No. T-shirts. My bad. Oh, the drugs. They finally got their hands on it. Lars like, give me some, James. Got her chopping it up. Large is like, let me go, man. Let me go first, man. Master, I don't know why he sounds like Mike Tyson. Man, I would have. I wish I could go back in time and see these guys back in this era when they were like full of so much piss and vinegar. Yeah. Pimples. I was there. It was awesome. (laughs) Did you go to the Monsters of Rock? I did. With Van Halen? Yes. Oh. With Sammy Van Halen? Yes, it was great. Did they just (laughs) tear it up? With Metallica, the best band there? Yeah. And they were second of five. Right. Yeah. It was was quite a show. This was, what, album number two for them? Three. Three. Ride the Lightning was before this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is like when all of a sudden, like, the world was starting to get to know Metallica in the metal world. I miss Cliff Burton. He just died. Oh. And uh, 
Actually, the Monsters of Rock back in the late 80s, whatever it was, was uh, the stage setup was Injustice for All, but the album wasn't out yet, I want to say. Gotcha. I think. I don't know. I've done a lot of drugs since then, Steve. <laughs> Did Master of Puppets pull your strings? Yes. They twisted my mind and smashed my dreams. Now the drugs are kicked back in. Like, let's, let's tear it up, mother blankers. <laughs> To it, and they're all awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's like an opera. It is like they take you on a journey back in those days. Yeah, cocaine field journey. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say I listened to this song thousands, thousands of times, and it never once made me want to do cocaine. So, no, it doesn't put it in a good light. No, no. Well, not at all. <laughs> like even like junkhead. It kind of exposes you to the darkness of the drug, but it almost glamorizes it. Yeah. Yeah. Not this one. He's like, cocaine's a nasty, nasty bitch. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Mm-hmm. Tool the pot. That's not even on oh, there. I thought Again. that was about cooking utensils. Yeah, oh yeah, okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I have to go with Toppy and Rev or whoever said it, the, uh, that... Marijuana must have been like kind of like the low man in the totem pole. Yeah, though, totally. Yeah. I think he just threw Rush in there because he's probably a huge fan of Rush, and he just wanted to be able to a drop that joke about them being so high that they right. write one song per album. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not really wrong. Uh, I'm, I'm very surprised. Uh, my favorite Australian band, Ammonia's Drugs, isn't on there. <laughs> Ammonia's Drugs. Or what about a hey, placebo? <laughs> yeah, right. Friend in need is a friend indeed. Yeah, a friend yeah. with weed is better. <laughs> Our thoughts. The one song past. people only know about. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's still <laughs> a pretty cool guys. list, though. I mean, I honestly, like all those songs, they should make a playlist out of it because they're all great songs. Yeah. Put that up on Spotify. Yeah, on Spotify, right? the drug mix. <laughs> I bet it's already up there. You're Drugs. staying in tonight alone. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need? Pills, alcohol, marijuana, drugs? Hookers. Hookers. What? Sure. Heroin. What or you some got? of that cocaine. Do you want those puppets? The strings to be pulled on your puppets. <laughs> Man, I don't ever want to do coke. I've never done it, and I don't. I, I never will. There's zero. In, I've been close to somebody who was doing it, and they offered it to me, and there was like that half a second thought in my head, like, "Ah, oh, man, I'm all about like wanting to know what things feel like, you know, like yeah, like from piercing my eyebrow just so I can know what the <laughs> sensation felt like to trying mushrooms for the first time, or like it's it's it, it, you know, I'm, I'm a curious person, so yeah. I'm like, but that's a drug where I, even as close as I got, I'm like. I don't think that's a good idea. I think yeah, I'll, A, too. like it too much, and yeah. B, I, I don't know if I could really snort something. Oh, sure you can. 
It's mm. easy. Pixie sticks. <laughs> Toppy time. Yeah, I was cooking some pixie sticks. Cocaine or smells awesome, guys. It does smell pretty good. You yeah. never did pixie sticks? <laughs> Rev, have you ever been close to doing the coca? Uh, well, no, I have done it once. Oh, you did? Ooh. Yeah, and it was. It's like How an AA have, meeting. In, 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 an it was an itty bitty bit. How can we have this guy on our show? He's a druggie. I know. What's up, dude? Come on. I thought I knew you. Years ago. I thought I knew you. You know how you go to the uh, the dentist and they, like, if you're going to get a filling or whatever and they numb up your gum? Yeah. yeah. It, you get that kind of feeling. I don't like that. Like it numbs think? up your teeth and your gums and you're snorting it. And What does the high feel like? Uh, you know, I actually I, was am not a fan of it. Right. Uh, the few times I've done it, I mean, I've done it you know, more than a handful of times, but I found that. Thanks, the per- Lars. The progression of it for me went the wrong way. Like it, I, it, it made me kind of uh, a shut in and yeah. made me kind of depressed. I knew a buddy that did it a lot, and I remember talking to him about it. And he says it go. It started as being a very social drug where he wanted to share it with everybody and party all night. Yeah, yeah that's how I got it. Right, and then eventually. It got to what you're saying, Toppy, where he was he didn't want to share it because he wanted it all for himself, and he did it all by himself in a room and, and didn't come out. And I'm like, well, that doesn't sound like fun. Like, drugs in my world have always been like a sociable thing. I have a really good cocaine story of blow your guys' mind. Cool. Because you guys were kind of there. Uh-oh. Uh, when we were in Chicago one time. We were out on the town. <laughs> we were out on the town. We okay. went out like, and I wound up in some dance club. Uh huh. With were we there? I was only with a few people. Okay. Uh, and I don't think any of them were in this room right now. Okay. <laughs> and I think we could all do the math. We we were in some dance club. DJ and, and Toppy. This loud music is going on. You know, everyone's drinking and and talking to this guy at the bar, and he basically offers me cocaine. To some guy you didn't know. Yeah. He basically. He's basically. like, here, man, here, man, <laughs> take this and uh, and go in the bathroom and do do a bump and whatever. What? And I, and well, I was how like, much do I do? I was like, okay. And I kind of thought about it and I, I took it and I went into the bathroom and I went into the stall and I'm standing there and I'm like, you know. Did you, did you do it off of the toilet seat? No, because I didn't do it because I'm like, I started to really think about it. I'm like, I don't know this guy. Right. I don't know what this is. I don't know where this came from. I'm in a city <laughs> that's not my city. And oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. I, I eventually chickened out and didn't do it, went back, handed it back to him, because I wasn't supposed to do it all. I'm just supposed to do some of it. Well, because God back. forbid you do it and you come back and he goes, ha ha, that's crystal meth. Right. Have fun. So <laughs> I just kind of was like, oh, yeah, cool. Thanks, man. And then I just got away from the guy and uh-huh. got out of the, I think I went back to the hotel. And he's like, point. why are you still alive? <laughs> <laughs> That actually was baking soda. Yeah, yeah, dude, that would be scary to be on a drug in the town that you. Like it was I, really awkward, and then I started thinking about it, and I just yeah, it was a really bad idea. What was it like for you, there, Reverend? I I don't think I did enough for it to really matter. Uh-huh. It was almost one of those where it was you know passing like like I like I was saying, it was just like passing it around to everyone. I'm like, all right, cool, did a little bit, and. I guess I felt a little more energy, and I was up all night, but it, we were doing uh, an event. Um, supposed to do more, Rev. Apparently. Yeah. Right. Um, like, there's just a bunch of us going around, so the goal was to stay up, so I guess we did. Yeah. An event where you guys part of the cocaine street team? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't like an event here or anything like that. Try some Sobe or cocaine. So your nose or your gums didn't get, like, no. numbed up? Um, but I really wasn't, I didn't know what to expect either. I wasn't, like... 
like you kind of know what to expect while doing like hallucinogens. I just imagine being stuff. a ping pong ball bouncing off all the walls. Yeah, I wasn't bouncing off all the walls, but I really, I didn't have a uh, like. I really had a short temper. I know that. Like, okay, I just as opposed w- to when you're not high. <laughs> well, I guess that's a good thing too. It totally got my like heart pounding and got my blood pumping and kind of made me sweaty and yeah. and made me kind of feel dirty, like super anxious. Yeah, yeah. and. And uh, you get the drips too, which is Ooh, uh, yeah. so you're snorting it, but then it kind of stays in your sinus, but then it wants to like completely leave. So you, it starts like dripping in the back of your throat. So that's why you constantly drip. do that. Yeah. I was gonna say I got that going on with like nose medicine right now, right? Like decongestion stuff, and it tastes kind of chalky and. Yeah, see, and, and you know, Bitter. honestly, like, yeah. the times I've been around people that have been on it, I don't really like being around them. So I was like, yeah. I don't want to be around. And it, yeah, it's just. We ended up ditching a guy that we were with uh, at that party, too, <laughs> oh, because, that's nice. well, uh, we flat out told him we're going back because it was like at 5 or 6 a.m. at that point. We're just like, we're going back to the hotel room. And he's like, I don't want to hang out with these chicks. And we're like, peace. Yep, later. Like, yeah. Don't care. Enjoy your night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. your night going into day, <laughs> going into night. No, I know some people love that stuff. I'm just. I love Metallica and Master of Puppets. I did not realize it was about <laughs> cocaine. Very disappointed in those guys, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> hey, let's talk about something that has nothing to do with drugs, no. unless you consider the feeling of uh, euphoria you get when you're around your pet a natural high. Okay. Lulu's my drug. <laughs> let's talk about our big challenge. I don't know if you guys are ready to do this. but oh, I'm ready. I'm pretty pumped about it. On Q13's website, we set the stage last week. We decided that we're going to do a challenge that is inclusive to everybody, not just the four of us in the room, but anyone who's listening to this STP cast. We know there's a few of you. If you want to be a part of this, you can too. It's Pick My Pet. We're going to see who can make it as the pet of the week. Like, it's the dumbest challenge ever, but mm-hmm. I still love it. Are we going to do this week after week? We're going to keep doing happens. We're probably not going to make a big deal out of it every week, but it's going to keep going until we get a winner, okay. whether it be one of us or one of us is just bragging rights. But if anyone, any of the douches out there that win, Show us, you, know, you got to give us a screenshot, prove it to us, however you got to prove it to us. That's not, that's not We're lie. We're not talking about your penis. Right. What? Um, but we'll hook you up with a t-shirt or something that we have around the station for sure. And uh, if you go to Q13's website, it's right there on like the tabs of all the things you could click on. One of the tabs that says, pick my pet. You go to it, it says, do you have a pet with a face for TV? Submit your pet photo here with... Each week with the pet with the most each week the pet with the most votes will be featured on Q13's Fox News this morning. So I should contact my homie Bill Wixie next time I play hockey with him. Be like, hey, that's cheating. I won't do that. How does it work? <laughs> well, then you go to the website and you figure it all out. You got to register, create an account. I just did it right before the start of the STP cast. Oh, okay. Think, oh, you already went through. So all this is going to be something I have to do at home on the desktop. Yeah, but you know what? Okay. I think what it says. Like I said, that's I submitted one today. But um, cool. It, the 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 this week's competition ends on the nineteenth, which is two days from now. Okay. If you're listening to this on a Tuesday, so it starts on Thursday. So maybe let's just shoot for starting on Thursday. Okay. So that because two days of voting is not going to be enough. Okay. And I, if and like you can Google search "pick my pet Q13" and it goes right to it. Perfect. Yeah. Super easy. I made my username just I, I wrote Steve K I S W. I figured that way at least if someone wants to figure out who's me, they can see it. Cool. Um, but do whatever you guys want to do. I think it'll go Rev K I S W. There you go. And then Nick K I S W. And then yeah, Cokehead K I S W. Oh, my dog's gonna win, man. Yeah, your dog <laughs> or your dong. What? Huh? Mm-hmm. So I already put one up there, <laughs> but of course pet. it's it's not going to win. But I wrote, and you can write a little description. So have some fun with that as too, uh, douches. 
Uh, mine says, this is my pup Lulu. She's a Maltese Bichon mix. A Maltishan. She's adorable and fierce. Loves to bark at cars and have her belly rubbed. <laughs> Does she really like her belly rubbed? Loves her belly rubbed. She's addicted to it. It's like cocaine. Like what Top Shelf does with Dogs cocaine. cocaine is belly rubs. It is belly rubs. <laughs> I like body parts rubbed, man. Yeah, man. man. Not my belly. Especially on weed. <laughs> All right, let's do our voicemails, our emails, and our text messages. Going surfing with my teenage girlfriend. Is that the we picture you're using? Yeah. What the hell is the internet? Rev, what are you going to do for this pig, my pet? I just realized you don't have one. I posted on uh, my... No, not my pig. Uh, I posted on uh, my Facebook page. And uh, I asked people for their pet photos. Right. Oh, nice. And I told them in all caps that I would totally not be using it for a uh, special thing where you would post your pets. Right. Of course, I'm totally going to be doing that. So you're going to put an asterisk photo courtesy of. (laughs) So you're stealing somebody's pet? Yeah. Yeah, There's a lot of them. What kind of pet are you thinking about going with? Um, Well, judging by it, I'm either going cat or dog because I've got a lot of both of them. Mm Mm-hmm. And so uh, I don't know yet. There's a really cool one by Chuck that is a, a dog uh, laying in bed with his uh, hipster glasses on, uh, holding his uh, TV Jeez. remote. So uh, awesome. I get to cherry pick from all the best Watch, ones. Those aren't even listeners' real pets. That's They're fine. Just that taking works for me. Check, the internet. check out that dog. Oh, that's a great picture. Awesome. That dog's totally going to win me. Son of a bitch. Yeah. That's a really good picture. That's a, a good great one. picture. I need to get glasses for Lulu. No, you don't. This is mine. You can't just take that. You shouldn't have showed him. Damn it. Damn it, man. That's a good one. So yeah. we're going to have to step up the game. That one's going to win. Oh, there's one with a totally. cat with a uh, with a banana. It's a catnip-filled banana. That's a good one. That's yeah, a good but one, too. Dog with glasses is way cooler. I think the dog with the glasses is probably going to win. I there's a horse with a banana that you can use for your pet, if you'd like, right that, behind that's, you. That's not a real animal, Nick. Still works, though. I'm trying to... Uh... You can troll Q13. Troll everyone else. Here's yeah, my right? pet. <laughs> Here's my pet. What? You didn't say that to be alive. <laughs> I go everywhere cat, with it. There's a cat and a child, uh, and the cat is in a Barbie box. You can't, No, you can't use one with a child, man. That ain't why cool. Why not? That's cheating. Nelly posted it. That's way too much oh. cuteness. That well, is Nelly's... way too much cute. That's why I'm going to win. Well, Nelly, you can use that for yourself. Don't yeah, let you guys, use it. if you posted it on my thing, you can't use your own picture, Oh, by so the you've way. claimed ownership of their pictures of their pets. Obviously. I've asked for them, and now that they now that I have it, I right. have to be able to use it. Just Photoshop the kid out of there. <laughs> I'll just MS Paint it. Photoshop the head <laughs> and replace it with like my yours. face. Yeah. Yes, perfect. I think I'll do that. Toppy, have you figured out which picture you're going to use? <laughs> uh, Something yeah. in a Steelers I only have jersey. two. I only have two in my phone, so I was going to use the one where my dog is standing in the middle of Snack Stadium, which I thought was pretty cool. That's oh, a good one. Awesome. That is great. Yeah. Good choice. I'm Did using. You use that? I'm using the one with Lulu has her tongue sticking out really far. <laughs> Looks like she's yawning because she is. Nice. <laughs> All right, uh, Rev, voicemails, emails, text messages. Text what do you do? Text messages. Text messages. You can leave us a text, 253-271-4787. That's 253-271-4STP. Um, this one, someone want to know about sitting in on the podcast, uh, shoot me an email. Uh, hopefully we can make that happen in the very That's near future. Oh, yeah, of course it's yes. If I don't get back to you, email me again. Unless you got some coke, man. Yeah, oh, yeah man. Unless you're going to be the master of our puppets. Mm. 
Yummy. <laughs> Caesar writes in. Can't feel my face. <laughs> Caesar writes. Apparently, Top Shelf isn't the only one who hates Mexicans. Uh oh. I was getting off the freeway on Canyon Road, and I saw Steve there. I'm assuming he was eating pizza from the Shell station. <laughs> this was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> he is correct. That's amazing. Damn, I got busted. Really? As I drove by him, I waved. Even though we made eye contact, he turned his head like he didn't know me. What a douche. Just kidding, Steve. I did see you, but have a good one, bro, and the others as well. <laughs> I didn't see Caesar, but yesterday I did happen to swing by that Shell station on Canyon Road and got some of their pizza. That's awesome. Why is the pizza so good there? It, you know, I don't know what it, it's nothing overly special. It's just good. You know what it is? I think it sits in a heat lamp for a while, and mm. I like pizza that sits in a heat lamp for a while. <laughs> Take you back to New York. <laughs> yeah, I never had their. I mean, they make fresh pizza, but by the time you know, but they also make single oh, slices. Yeah. So yeah. But uh, everyone funny. I know that's eaten there agrees it's great pizza. Question: I guess I could throw this at Caesar. I'm not trying to like make it into a Mexican thing, but two guys before I got my pizza were waiting in line. Fortunately, they didn't take the final slice because I was like getting stressed. They each got a slice. I was like, if there's only three slices left on the, in the under the heat two. lamp, they each took one. But then they doused it in ketchup. And they're Mexican dudes. That's why I say Weird. Caesar. <clears throat> it, and then one of them got um, chicken wings and doused it in ketchup, too. Weird. Is that oh, a Mexican like thing? Condiments. I, I don't know. I've never, I've never seen anyone put ketchup on their pizza. I have never seen that either. I've seen ranch. Yeah. yeah. I love dipping seen, yeah. blue cheese, ranch. Yeah, Tabasco, but never ketchup. I it's mean, already got tomato sauce. Full on just <laughs> squeezing it. Like, Maybe they wanted more. <laughs> like this was like a heavily topping, like a heavily topped pizza that had like mushrooms, peppers, onions, all this other stuff. I had Ugh. to chew a couple of pieces of gum. Well, it's the only choice I had. Yeah. But it was still delicious. I had to chew some gum <laughs> so I didn't have onion breath when I got home. Um, <laughs> and apparently that didn't work out. But you couldn't tell that. There was any toppings on this pizza because it was doused in ketchup. Wow. Yeah, like, Caesar, well, that tell is kind of weird. What do you put on your pizza? Yeah, Caesar, t- tell us if that's a Mexican thing or if it's just a uh, two dudes just found. Maybe it's something that we haven't tried, but it's awesome. Remember when Domino's had the uh, hamburger pizza? Yeah, that was delicious. I did try the bacon wrapped pizza at Little Caesars. How was it? It's amazing. Well, like, it's bacon, and I'm not man. even like it's really freaking good. It's not over the top. No, like it's over the top as soon as. You have one slice because I think you've had your sodium for the entire day. I was going to say, that's the only meal you could eat that day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was so good. 14 Did bucks. I miss something on the podcast when I was gone or something? Because all of a sudden I'm being accused of a Mexican hater. Yeah, we said that you weren't on the podcast because you hate Mexicans. Yeah. When those guys were sitting in? Yeah. 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 All oh, three okay. of them. It's very yeah. simple. I figured it was something <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's either you're like, not here because you're getting your herpes checked out or right. because you hate Mexicans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still there, by the way. Yep. And they're called the Amigos. The three amigos. Yeah. Oh, okay. But that's only if you don't hate them. Yeah, like I care. I hate them (laughs) because they're Mexican. (laughs) Next one says- Apparently. (laughs) Dabby dooby doozy dab 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 a dooby da da. Dabba dabba doop 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 doop. Nice little reference from last week's. That was really fun. (laughs) Nick looks puzzled like, what happened last week? what happened? Were we or something? (laughs) Oh, yeah, the dabs. Yeah. I forgot. Honestly, I did too until I read that. Because of dabs. I did too. Uh, final text message. Guys, you were talking about Tanya Harding's sex tape, which was awesome. So I decided to Google her, see what she looks like now. Well, Let's just say I'm not sure I would watch any current sex tapes that she makes. That's from Jake and Kirkland. P.S. Are we still going to send our pe- pictures in for Pet of the Week today? Yes. But if you're if today is Thursday, then yes. Because <laughs> we're going to wait till Thursday. That's when we put our submissions in. I know you, got, you and BJ were joking earlier today about, uh, or one of these days off mic, about would you do... Uh, Betty White. Yes. And I, I, I'm I, here to say I would still do a Tanya Harding 
because Tanya Harding is Tanya Harding. To wow. say that you did Tanya Harding? Yeah. yeah. And I think she's still muscular. Oregon's finest. I don't think she's muscular. I don't think I she's. I think that's uh, all converted. Find a current picture. Mm, yeah. Converted to what? Now, would you. Fat. <laughs> I, well, would yes. you admit that you had sex with current Tanya Harding, or would you just throw it out there that you just had sex with Tanya Harding and not say. Here you go. Whoa, there's no muscle left. Uh, Hi, Miss Piggy. <laughs> oink, oink. Yeah. Kermit. I don't know, though, because. She looks like, like my old like, well, math she's teacher there to, when I was a she'll kid. She'll be there to please and. You know, <laughs> yeah. so no, put but in the I'm extra work. She mm. was always thick. Yeah, but come yeah, but on, like man. How about this thick. one? Whoa. <laughs> okay, that that one's a little more telling. Yeah, yeah. Hey, show that to me. Yeah, yeah. Brad, no. she needs to put sleeves on. God, I don't. You showed me that one. I don't know if I would now. <laughs> she looks. She looks like like any like late 40s mom would be. Yeah. Like it would just be like, oh hey, you know, you're going over to your buddy's house and. Right, she's just it's just like a stay-at-home mom that has like an endless supply of bonbons. Now, right there, yeah, I'd she's her. just there, you know. Right, Ooh. yeah, because you know it's going to be like rough and tough in the sack. Because the like, sex tape was fun. pretty awesome. Wow. Yeah, no, yeah, she <laughs> was then, a writer, any, man. Any sex, uh, yeah, especially the writing part. <laughs> yeah. Any sex tape was awesome back then because they were just so few and far between. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is all of our text messages. Oh, well, that's it. Huh? Yep. <laughs> Let <laughs> us know if you want to have <laughs> sex with Tanya Harding. Yeah. <laughs> What the hell? We'll double team her. Oh, I'll do Nancy Kerrigan. <laughs> I'd rather do why. What does Kerrigan look like now? I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm, I was, I was Team Kerrigan back in those days for no. sure. I totally was too. Dude, she had great legs. Ugh. What was wrong oh. with her? She looks fine. I just didn't like her in general. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure still, her legs are fine if you cut them off her body. Oh, dude, nice. I totally do Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan. You're top shelf. You just dude. went Dexter over there. Well, I'm upset. They're making fun of my girl, Tanya. You I were see this. Even back then, you were all about Tanya? Even yeah. after what she did to Nancy? No wonder why you love playing that Why Cry Drop all the time. Oh, jeez. Wow. I don't like her teeth. Right. Well, I don't like her face. You know, there's ways to keep it, like you from face. seeing those teeth. I don't like her attitude at Disneyland. Yeah. She had an attitude at Disneyland? Yes. Wait, did Everyone you ever crapped all over her because She was of the that. ice princess, right? Yeah, After she, she was a total cold bitch at Disneyland. What? I don't remember this. <laughs> did you have an encounter with her where she treated no, you? No, she was caught on mic, like totally ripping the place when they were Ooh. gracious, taking her there. And Yeah, she, I don't know about that. Yeah, she totally. I'm a Disney guy. Well, she's not. Not movies, just th- theme parks. <laughs> <laughs> Toppy, I'm throwing it in your hands. Why? What do you want? Why? Why, Why do you me? trust me? Why oh, me? shut it. Why? Uh, let's Why? go with uh, voicemails. Why? Why? Uh, all right, let's do the voicemails. Oh, man. I'm just listening to the podcast, and I would say that, um, man cracking up pretty good about the dab 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 taking a dab how about you you taking a dab I will take a dab will take a dab and everyone will take a dab oh man and it was funny when you guys laughed at Carmack's song alright yeah remember that time that was cool thank you Steve it's like Beavis and Butthead this is way over a minute. This is ridiculous. Forty three seconds. <laughs> but time's going by so slow, man. When you're on drugs. All right, well, Let's check out our next voicemail. 
Hey, this is the guy who just called before. I just wanted to call about uh, how pathetic that last message was. Complain <laughs> about it. Got to get dudes like that off the show. All right, Titanic douches for life. Uh, Toppy, lastly cancers, and <laughs> I, I took a lot of dabs and. Did that dab? Doop dab 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 it's Carmack, point two. Dab Mac. Is that the same guy, though? I don't think it is. I just assumed it was. I thought it was. We started a phenomenon. Dab. Dab scatting. People like the dabs. Douche. He douched the dab. I like that. He douched the dab. Dab a douche. Yabba dabba douche. We might need to make some t-shirts. <laughs> Titanic, Does that imply we're washing them? Titanic dabba douches. Okay. I like it. Yabba dabba. Yabba dabba douches. <laughs> All right. I there think it have... is. Yabba dabba douches. Yeah, I like that. Have a yabba dabba douche old time. Yeah. <laughs> have a yabba dabba douche old time. I like that. You can wear have that. Have you ever one. looked up the, the meaning of a douche on like Urban Dictionary? I thought it was just a cleaner. No, it's like I mean, like the actual Urban Dictionary, like or like some like like how why is it an insult to call somebody a douche? It's like basically saying that they're like a brainless idiot or something like that. Oh, okay. Which is funny that like that's what we were referred to. For those that are new to the podcast, the reason why we refer to everybody as Titanic douches, it's us taking the word back, taking the power back from a man by the name of Luke Burbank. Heisen yeah. Burbank. That's right, Rev's favorite person. Mm. Uh, got us uh, mixed up with a different person that made fun of him. Someone who's from our station at the time, uh, but we weren't the ones that made fun of Burbank, but he decided to call our podcast uh, a group of Titanic douches. So we said, you know what? I know you meant it as an insult, but we're taking it and we're embracing it. Yes. And that's why everybody's known as a Titanic douche. You know what Urban Dictionary uh, has for their second um, definition of douche? What's that? George W. Bush. Jeez. Oh, God. <laughs> pretty awesome. What's the first? It's a brainless idiot. Yeah, brainless idiot. So yeah. we're a bunch of brainless idiots. Which, you know what? Sweet. If you listen to this podcast, yeah, you're probably uh, right. It's not too far off. <laughs> All right, do we have any more voicemails? Hey, Topic! Hey! What's up, douches? It's the Jester, Steve. It was awesome seeing you at WWE Live, man. Had a blast. It was my first time going since WrestleMania. Uh, I believe it was 19, back in 03, uh, when they were at Safeco Field. It was nice being able to get out and, and uh, actually, I'm glad that my fiance finally got to meet you guys or meet you and Ted. And uh, uh, yeah, it was just a blast, man. I wanted to thank you, and uh, uh, I wanted to ask Mono Nick, what is the best way to get into disc golf? Because everybody, all of my friends is, are getting into it, and they always keep asking me, "You want to go out? You want to play?" I not, I know nothing about it. So what's what's a good place to start out on? And, uh, yeah, so uh, thank you for your help, guys. Stay positive, and via con Dios, pumpkin butt. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, you should start doing the dibba dabba doo Yeah, I was dabba douching is probably the first thing you need to do if you want to play disc golf. That, and accept their invitation to go play disc golf with them, and they will show you everything you need to know on how to play the game. That's I would a good imagine, point. Yeah, I would imagine it's a pretty uh, welcoming 
community yes. since it's so oh. relatively new. We we see people just walking in the parks and they're like they stop and they're like, "Whoa, that's kind of cool!" And we'll invite them to come in and join our group to play with us. If now, we do want. you let them borrow discs? Because absolutely, that's I have a stack. Awesome. Of, yeah, wow. I have okay. a stack of just okay. di- like thirty discs at home that are just for people to play with. That's cool. Yeah. I ask you, I, I didn't realize. I saw it on your Facebook that you posted something. And I had to go back on your thread. You had your your disc stolen from you? Yeah, I had my disc golf bag stolen out of my trunk last oh, week. Out of your trunk? Yeah, out of the trunk of my car, along with uh, a lot of my waterproof rain gear. Oh, which totally that sucks. sucks. Yeah. How'd they get into your trunk? I have no idea. There's a couple ideas, but there's nothing concrete. And So you think like, it might have been an inside job? Uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> so my inside the trunk? stolen. Let's hide in the trunk. <laughs> Maybe and your, cat. It. your cat. Yeah. No, I like, want some of that catnip. I got to sell something. <laughs> where I live, it's very it's highly trafficked by like a lot of walkers and bike riders and stuff like that. And one afternoon, I'm just taking stuff out of the trunk of the car and out of the car and doing different trips back and forth from the car to the apartment. Oh, no. It could have been during that one of those trips. It, I don't know. I could have left the trunk unlocked. Like Still. Like, it was just, it was horrible. And there's just the idea in my head going around that there's a lot of Frisbees and very expensive stuff out there that just got thrown away because... It's the, of no value to somebody. Yeah, someone's yeah, going right. to jack the bag and they have yeah. no idea. They're like, what is this? It's yeah. got his name and number on everything. Like, Why does this guy love Frisbee so much? Yeah. There's 20 Frisbees or 18 Frisbees yeah. in the bag. and mm-hmm. just. Have you ever stuff. seen any Frisbees with big black bar on them and then like Sam Smith? Yeah. That's you know a, what I mean? That, yeah. <laughs> that's Property the problem. Of. Because there's a lot of used sporting stores. Sure. Yeah. And they'll black because people... I'm guessing a bum will come in and take stolen Rev. stuff and try and sell it. And but I mean, Jesus, I write my my name on every frisbee that I have. So right. when I give that to somebody, they'll cross. Like if I give it to them and say, "Hey, you like that? Like you were playing a practice round with us. You like that? I don't throw that frisbee. You can have it." So they'll take a sharpie and shar- uh, like sure. black it out and put their name and number on it. Makes so sense. that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. So like, it's gonna be tough to like distinguish. Oh, these are stolen. Yeah, there's a few choice frisbees in my bag that I. There's, you know, your aisle catch them, like, but everything else is just. This is why we need mono nick disc golfs to be made, or discs. Yeah, with your face on it. Yeah, them. with my face on it, exactly. Yeah, no one's gonna steal those, and yeah, if they do, no. that takes a lot of. Hey, that's that's me. That's my face on it. No, it's not. Yeah, this guy has a mohawk. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty sucky. But... Yeah, dude, I'm sorry to hear. It. And so a bunch of people in the community hooked you up with some discs. Is that what happened? Dude, it's been insane. Yeah. Um... A bunch of local pros and amateurs came out. Like they, they were stopping by in my apartment all weekend. They were coming by the courses that I were at, just opening wow. their trunks, saying, "What do you need?" No way. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It is pretty awesome. And you took Thanks. nobody up on any of it, did you? I, I actually did. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I'm proud of you. I, I yeah, know. Usually I, you don't <laughs> like to do any of that at all. It was really hard. I didn't want to. Like yeah, I yeah. even had that stack of frisbees that I was telling you about. Like mm-hmm. when they came over to my apartment, like, would you guys like to go through my stuff that I have for trade? Sure. It's because, tough to accept something. Yeah. You, know, you don't want to feel like a charity case, but it's like you also got to appreciate the generosity and, and take them up on it because they, they're offering it because they want you to take it. Absolutely. And that's what one guy said. He's like, look, I tried to offer him every like everything yep. that he could possibly want. He's like, no, dude, they're just sitting at home in a basket, not getting used. Right. No, you I, use them. And you know what? This, and I'm sure you've already done it knowing you, and I'm sure you'll do it again in the future. If somebody needed a disc, you'll be the first to be like, hey, take something. You know yep. what I mean? I know that's your style. So it always – that whole – you the know, community. The karma is yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I had to happen with my goalie stuff when a long time, not, not, not stolen, but I went over to my buddy's son's place. 
his son plays in the WHL, and he's like, hey, come on over. He's got a bunch of stuff. If you want to check it out and want some of it, cool. And I'm going in there expecting to buy stuff. So I got like a bunch of money in my right, pocket. yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I totally love some of these sticks and, and a couple of other things, his goalie bag. And he's like, well, what about the pads? I'm like, ah, I'm all right. And he's like, I'm like, well, what would I owe you for some of the sticks? He's like, no, any of this stuff is free. We, we want to give it to you. Yeah. I'm like, well, why? He's like, well, you, you helped my son get some ice time in the summer. You know, it was like, nice. even though I didn't do anything other than like offer to let him play goalie at a skate that I, I organized mm-hmm. so he could get some ice time when he wasn't playing with the team. But it's like, and then they finally looked at me and go, just, we, my mom is going to throw this stuff away. <laughs> like, she wants me to clean my closet. I have six sets of goalie gear. I have this, I have that. And I'm like, all right, then shoot, I got to do it. And then like, first time I knew of someone that needed something, absolutely, I had an extra set of something. I'm like, yeah, take it. I don't yep. need a dime for it because I, it's all about a community in a yep. sense. Paying and I, it forward, paying it back. Yeah. Like, yeah. And oh. I think that's the good thing to point out. If you're giving something to someone and they're kind of like, oh, I don't know about it, tell them that, yeah, it's going to get tossed yeah. or yeah. it's not getting any use because then at least they can justify it in their own brains. Like, okay, well, then it's okay. And even if it's totally cool and you're totally fine with it. And in a few weeks, then make them feel guilty and make them buy dinners and <laughs> yeah, stuff like exactly. that. Yeah. Remember that time I hooked you? I hate the people like that. <laughs> oh, I know people gosh. like that. That will. A good deed is awesome, but when you are constantly reminded of the good deed that someone like if someone that keeps going, for you? hey, yeah. so like I use goalie pitch as an example, even though this didn't, this didn't happen, but like three mm-hmm. weeks down the line. After I've already thanked them multiple times, they're like, hey, so what do you think about those goalie pads? They're still pretty good, huh? And I'm like, yes, thank you. I appreciate it. And then another week, hey, so uh, how are those goalie pads treating you? It's like, <laughs> how many more times do I have to say thank you? Yeah. Like, I, do I need to wear a shirt that just says, thank you, sir? <laughs> like, thank you for your pads. That would be nice. I'll hand one. I'll get one made for you. <laughs> what are we doing now? Oh, emails. <laughs> then you'll have to thank me for the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do the emails. Talk, though. Get up. Stop the messages with STP. Communication from the douche on me. Huh? Stay in positive with me, friend. Whoa. Hey guys, shut up! It's time for the Ted Head Bill timeout on the STP cast. That song also written about cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Top shelf. Yes. I already asked you. Mono Nick. Yeah. <laughs> let's well, go with emails. All right. Yeah. You're paying attention. I like it. Well, that and Rev said, let's do emails right before we played the little cut. I think I did too. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> First email is a link and it just says, have you seen this hot reporter getting asked if she spits or swallows? I LOL'd. Um... I don't know if you guys have heard this. It's a video of a news reporter. You know how like a lot of these reporters that aren't the main anchor, they go out and do on-the-field reports, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it may be. Well, this one reporter, I think she was like sampling some weird foods or something like that, and, like ate like a worm. Ugh. I'm not exactly sure, but she's really attractive. Ugh. And if you just search <laughs> yeah. hot reporter gets asked if she spits or swallows, you'll probably find the video of it. But here's the audio. 
Hopefully it was oh, on a blood worm. Sorry about that. Yeah, so the audio is a they, they you'll hear a little bit of the piece and then her in the studio with the other anchors and you could tell they're just going down a sexy road. How would you describe I, it? I wouldn't have said almonds. <laughs> oh, dear. So did you swallow? <laughs> oh, boy. Did you? Or did you spit it out? I swallowed the worm. And well it done. <laughs> Interesting to know. Interesting to note. I'm impressed that you you swallowed. I really am. Very <laughs> hot accent. Is there anything else you'd like to say know, about that story man. that I worked very hard on for many hours? <laughs> what what I would like to say. <laughs> I'm just, I, I worship Timmy, it's you. It's all right. All I want to say is very interesting to note that none of you were available for that shoot that day. There you go. The <laughs> hot accents are great too. Did you swallow or did you spit it out? Yeah, was that Australian? Yeah. It sounded yeah. like it. Australians are dirty. Next email. I don't even know if they are, but I like to think so. Oh, this is interesting. It comes from our very own Reverend Enfuego. Uh-oh. I totally don't remember doing this. He, uh, the subject is, name that toot. And he oh, says, yeah. we oh, should record God. our farts and see if we can guess who did them. Oh, I do remember doing it's that. It's a horrible one. idea. That's a great idea. I kind of think it's a brilliant idea. I knew you would. <laughs> we should, if we do it. We gotta either bring somebody in, or maybe like call one of the. No, they wouldn't be able to hear it because of the way the board's set up. So we'd have to bring somebody in, like maybe like a Ted or yeah, one of the salespeople. Some, yeah, I'm sure that would go over well. Oh, maybe the guy who uh, played uh, David, who played uh, yeah. Chuck from Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, I see him in the elevator all the time. He seems like a nice guy. All right, everybody, He'll name name who's farting right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick. Who was the first and who was the second? All right, Nick. See if you can figure that out. We should have had him close his eyes. I didn't realize you got one too. Yeah, you guys both did that on command. That's disgusting. It is. I've been brewing for a while. Let's just say uh, tuna casserole is not my friend. Has Do it been we... seeping out a little bit ever, ever so often? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Do we have another challenge while we're in the middle of another challenge? What? That's very like Inception like. Yeah. Two challenges going on. All right, next name week. My, name my pet's fart. <laughs> <laughs> Ludas are silent. All right, uh, okay. ne- next week, if you guys remember. Oh, next week we won't have time. Oh, God. Yeah, there's a funk in here. Yeah, there I'm is. I'm not sure if it's you or me, but uh, that's uh, a, that's a two willing, sandwich. I'd be willing to make a wager on whose scent that is. Yeah? Well, I know it's this guy. Nick's pointing at the ref. <laughs> Dude. Of course. Yeah, I don't smell mine. He had tuna noodle casserole or something <laughs> First <off>. last night. <laughs> <laughs> that's like two... Things of dairy that he's not supposed to be eating. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of dairy in tuna noodle casserole, and I didn't yeah. realize that when we were making it. A lot of tuna it. in there, too. Right? Oh, man. <laughs> Maybe in a couple of weeks we'll try this out. <laughs> Sounds like fun. I'll start recording now. <laughs> next week we'll probably have a short podcast because we're off next week. Uh, but we will have WWE Superstar hanging out with us, Bray Wyatt. That's awesome. He'll be on the STP cast, so some of us will be here, not all of us. And then maybe we'll finally do our uh, WrestleMania picks next week as well. Uh, so forever, I think, Toppy, you're not going to be around, so we'll get your proxy. Sounds good. There we go. Can we just pre-rankings. Yeah, can we just pick for Toppy so that way he probably won't win? I didn't win last time. He'll still win. Oh. We was very be. average last time. Yeah, you were. Or though. below average. Even. I don't trust you, though. No, we got to let him 
Give him a shot. I'm really it. good at winning the first time. I've done that a few times. I did that with the college brackets. I did that with <laughs> I did that with the P challenge. I did that with yeah. the pick and the wrestling challenge. But oh, I don't you always win hold the second on. one. Yeah, you didn't win the second P challenge. And I you think I f- did, but I didn't win the third one. I think oh, I, won I won the third one. Oh, okay. We How tied. many times have we done this? Three times. We've done them three Christ. Times. Yeah. I thought we only did it twice. You guys have great memories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder why you don't. I remember any. What did you have for dinner last night, Nick? Shoot. Oh, I had some like Brussels sprout and kale salad. Oh, lucky you. Boring. Yeah. Roasted sprout. Yeah. Brussels sprouts are kind of good. Meet but... me in the bathroom in 20 minutes. I'll smell like you guys. <laughs> uh, this one comes from the Jester. He says it's the Jester again. I, oh, no. So I never got to say, hey, Jester, it was cool meeting your uh, fiance or, or wife. Fiance, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Fiance. Super nice lady. And uh, it was uh, awesome getting to run into you. We were sitting. Almost right next to each other. He was a few rows over. Was that from the pic that I saw up on your uh, Twitter? On your Twitter, yeah. Yep. And I put it on my blog as well of us. Yeah, it was very cool running into him. We had the championship belt. Yeah, those were badass. Yeah. My, well, how about this? So we go, and it's myself and Ted, and then our, our buddy uh, Levi, who we had here from Lion Pride. Yeah. Him and Grace came along as well, so that was pretty cool. Uh, a few other buddies as well, like uh, Tanch and Jeets, they were there with us too, uh, and. All right, Levi, we get there, and he's like, oh, man, it'd be cool to get one of those championship belts. So we go in line to see how much they cost, and it's like the brand-new one, the new style, it's like 200 bucks. Okay. And, like, and then I see like they have little, like fake ones. Like they're like, uh, well, they're all fake, I guess. You know, but <laughs> it's the lower tier. Yeah, yeah like the there more like jerseys. Yeah, like yeah, like the ones. Like it's not nearly as big. It's smaller, and it's you know yeah, more they use plastic. Tin foil instead of sheet right. metal. It's like, I think fifteen <laughs> or twenty metal. bucks for that belt. Oh, nice. Right. So I'm like, oh, they Sold. got those at least. And he's like, um, and he's on the fence. And I finally just look at him. I go, is it going to be a major dent in your wallet if you get the big one? And he goes, no, it'll be fine. I'm like, then get the freaking big one. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Right. Yeah, you're going to afford it, do it, and he's like, baby. You, you're right. <laughs> he buys it. Man, we all had a chance to walk around with it on our shoulder. Don't you feel like just badass? We went, after the WWE event, we went to that hula bar right on right in Queen Anne, on Lower Queen Anne, yeah. right by Teeny Biggs. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. I've never yeah, been in there yeah. before. We walk in. I have the belt on my shoulder. Everybody's looking. Granted, they're probably looking at me like, "Look at this loser with a belt on his yeah, shoulder." But they're still looking. But and, and like and everyone, we all agreed. When you start walking with the belt, all of a sudden you start strutting like Ric Flair. Strut. It's like you're just awesome. like, "Woo!" You get a little bounce in your step, and you're kind of like doing that look, like "What?" You kind of right. do the thing where you stop for each step to uh, with the uh, finger. Uh, my belt on my shoulder. Now, Ted and I, we weren't as extreme as Levi, no. and and I told Levi, "I'm like, you have to bring that belt." with us to the classic like that has to be on the party bus but uh we bought light up necklaces they're the wwe logo on like these like you know like new orleans type gold bead uh-huh. necklace sure. and you hit a button and it lights up nice and all different styles of lighting up like flat fast flash or like a fading kind of colored one and so yeah. there's ted and i with matching t-shirts matching zip up hoodies and matching light up necklaces walking around the wwe event it was hilarious. tag team champions damn straight gtf that is amazing. Right? Is that what it is? DTF? We're not DTF. Jim Tan. Oh, GTL. GTL. I was like, no, yeah. dude, we're not DTF. We're just friends, <laughs> we're bro. just down to do it. <laughs> then after it ends, after yeah. the WWE event ends, the party bus rolls by because his buddy was having oh, a Lord. birthday party in the new big 40-foot oh, party bus. Yeah, so we got to go in bus. it for a half a second to what check it out. Like? 
it's freaking awesome, dude. Mm. Like, if you have a chance, if you can, I don't know how much exactly it is, like the going, the the rates and all that offhand, but yeah. if you have a party and you can swing it, the party bus with like the thirty five seater is Jeez. unbelievable. You walk in there and it's just spacious, and in the back, there, he's not lying. There's a full on DJ booth. Like, there's like a partition. <laughs> And like a section in the very back where like the DJ could do his DJ. Oh, nice. I'm looking forward to being the DJ at the Classic. See, here's... At least for a half a second. The only problem I see with the championship belt when you guys go into the Classic yeah. is that once you guys start drinking, yeah. it's going to turn into um, competition for that belt, man. People are going to yeah. get speared. I think there's going to be body slams, stone cold stunners, skate to the throat. Yeah. yeah, or like that's when it gets scary. Or yeah. like, yeah, someone's going to break out a folding chair. <laughs> Ding! I got to share you my mental vision. Okay. The other team's already on the ice. Uh huh. Your team comes on the ice. Yes. Every single member is wearing a belt. <laughs> they all skate around. They all Hold skate around up. in the pregame stuff, and then, you know, they take them off, and they all leave them on the bench as you guys get ready to puck off or whatever they call if it. If we had that many <laughs> belts. And then they're all stolen by the other team. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's the visual of Steve's team coming in. Can you get any intro music? No, but we can maybe arrange it. Yeah. I was thinking. I like that. It's funny you like say that because my mind was on the same level. when I'm like, you bring the belt. As one of our coaches, you you bring the belt to the bench, and after the game, after we get our asses kicked, because we will, you hand the belt to one of our guys, and we do like the Stanley Cup winning lap around the ring. Yes, even though you lost. Even though you lose. Right. <laughs> like, oh. And still champion. I scared my lost. wife, though. I texted her a picture of me holding the belt. I go, look what I got. And she's like, what did that cost you? I go, $200. Steven. <laughs> I don't know. It's just one of my friends got it. She's like, oh. And I'm like, but I did get the light up necklace. And because I was like, well, now she's anything's going to be better than $200. Oh, right. sure, yeah. She's like, well, what did that cost you? 135 go, 15 bucks. <laughs> she's like, okay, that's fair. See, exactly. You show the thing that somebody spent a ton of money on. Steven! <laughs> that's amazing. The party bus is pretty awesome, though. I'm very pumped about the classic now that I got to see the party bus. And I'm even more excited now that. Uh, the championship belt's going to be coming with us. Hell You're yeah. Like two weeks away? Three weeks? Uh, yeah, just a, just a little under three weeks away. Oh, gosh, because that means, right. yeah, wow. Better start stretching. Yeah, right. <laughs> Stretch that stomach out. <laughs> that That is more important. Yeah. You are correct, sir. Yeah. Uh, so he, uh, Jester writes, hey, with WrestleMania approaching, I break out the old playlist of old WWE, WWF entrance theme songs. This morning on my way to work, The Undertaker's old theme song by Kid Rock American Badass came on. I have no idea why I never caught it before, but it's the beat from a Metallica sad but true. I know last week you talked about how Robin Thicke stole Marvin Gaye's bit, which uh, song, which made me wonder if Kid Rock ever got permission from Metallica because I know American Badass was a huge song for a minute. Uh, I know you guys have sad but true in the system, but I have attached Kid Rock's song here, Stay Positive Douches. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, I would imagine he had to pay them royalties for this song because it's just... Him singing over the music. Yeah! And I've set up and torn out this stage with my own two hands. We've traveled this land, packed tight in minivans. And all this for the fans, girls, money, and fame. I played their game and had to scream my name. I will show no shame. I live and die for this. And if I come off soft, bitch, you on this. Are you scared? Devil without a cause, and I'm back with the beaver hat. It's just, it's just good timing, I think. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of a lot of bands will just or like they'll redo it. Yeah. He didn't even redo it. No. No. Like this is the Metallica song. Could you look it up and see if he had to pay Metallica? I would imagine. Well, it says it uses the instrumental. Uh, yeah, now he's chopping it up at least a little bit. Right. But come on. This part's awesome, though. Well, just on Yahoo Answers, like, because the question is, did Kid Rock have permission to use it? Yeah. And the best answer is, seeing as you can find videos of Metallica performing this song with Kid Rock, I would assume that they're okay. Uh, That answers the question. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, totally. They're not mad, bro. I love this verse. I, I love this Kid Rock. Like when he's like yeah. full of balls and rapping. Josie. Ladies and gentlemen, the prodigies in the house. There's an American badass right there. And he's out. Everybody, let's do it. Hey! 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 It keeps going, but that's yeah. Yeah, I think you get you the get, gist. You totally get the point. That's yeah, such a good song. I forgot that it was just straight up. I mean, they just used it. Yeah, and that was during the American Badass version of uh, of Undertaker when he was less the of- uh, motorcycle rider. Right. Yeah. And it's exciting that we're going to talk to Bray Wyatt next week because Bray is taking on The Undertaker in WrestleMania. And as Bray calls it, he's the new face of fear. I'm excited Creepy. to talk to Bray, man. He's a good character. Yeah. So I just wish fun. he wasn't wrestling Undertaker. I know you have issues with that. Some people have been speculating that this is all just, you know, internet fans, the smarks, the smart mm-hmm. marks. But uh, they're hoping that what's going to happen is you got Undertaker taking on Bray. You've got Sting taking on, and I haven't watched Raw last night, but apparently Sting came out and it was him and Randy Orton just beating down on the authority, which if you're Randy Orton, how awesome is that? The Viper and the Scorpion. That is really cool. That's kind of cool. I got goosebumps. Yeah. Not going to lie. And I actually the, got goosebumps. The little footage that I got to see so far looked pretty awesome. Like Just seeing Sting in the ring, I don't care if he's 50, man. They're using him right. Like yeah. He's not there a lot. and. It's just this thing, like the version of him coming in, kicking people's ass with a bat, and that's about it. Yeah, that's all you need. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Me too, man. <laughs> He's pulling it off great. And I'm excited about that match at WrestleMania, but some people are hoping Sting beats Triple H, Undertaker beats Bray, but at some point they collide in some way, shape, or form in the evening, yeah. and that sets the, the framework and sets the stage for next year's WrestleMania in Dallas, Sting versus Undertaker. Damn. Which would be a pretty cool way to end things for both of them. Yeah, that w- I would. I if they do that, I will finally buy a pay per view. <laughs> right, like that would be the ultimate. That's the one. If if Sting vs. Taker might be worth me splurging, and and even if the WWE's not sending me, heading on over to Dallas to go check it out. That would be. Sweet. I'm sure Toppy will invite both of you over for his viewing of it. Oh, you having a big wrestling party? No, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> oh, he didn't tell us. That's why. 
Oh, I see what he did there. Oh, you're funny. Hey, hey. I was paying attention. I like it. See, your memory's not fully shot. Yeah. Such an ass. All right, we got to hurry up in a little bit because I know Toppy's got to get rolling at some point. I think I got to poop. I got about eight minutes. All right, well, if you got to roll, you got to roll, Toppy. If you got to poop, you got to poop. Rev, I guess it's true. At some point, I got to get my taxes done. I got an appointment today. <laughs> dude, <laughs> that'd be a good idea. Yeah, yeah you're getting closer. It's I mean, got a month, dude. This is like the earliest I've ever done my taxes. <laughs> Mine are done by like February, mid-February. Really? I try to get them done, uh, get them I've out of the way. Been paid. Even you if I yours, even if I got to pay, man, I just do it, get it done with, get it out of the way. Well, what do you mean? Even if you got to pay, of course you got to pay. Well, sometimes you don't have to pay. Oh, you mean like? I don't think I've sometimes ever had you to get pay. a refund. I usually have to pay H and R Block to do my taxes. Oh yeah, you oh, yeah, pay yeah, them. yeah. You got to yeah. do that, but oh, I never have to pay on. T- I always get money back. Right. Psh. Oh, not me. No, I've had to pay for the last well, last couple of years. Yeah. Oh, you, you you do it the way that is actually financially smarter. By like, I guess, oh yeah, yeah. So well, I, I do freelance stuff too. So. Oh, aren't you fancy yeah, pants? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Freelance. Yeah, until that actually costs money at the end of the year. Mm. Yeah. Right. No, no, man, I always get a check at the end of the year. I mean, watch this nice. year. I owe like $30,000. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. You've been doing it wrong, yeah. Steve. We just caught on to you. It's all those eBay, eBay sales. Yep, yep, yep. They caught me. There'll be more top shelf with that. Yeah. We're throwing someone on the- I don't sell anything on eBay. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never have. All right, we go. We'll do one more email, and then sorry to anyone whose email we didn't get to. Uh, this is uh, last time I sent you guys a link for the new Amaranth song, which was that hot lead singer. Oh yeah, that was awesome. This time I've got a modern day female version of Dio. Toppy, that sounds like something you'll dig. Yeah. The band is called Battle Beast. Like the name, the lyrics are kind of cheesy, but the vocals are like Dio, almost with a foreigner type deal uh, feel. The opening riff sounds pretty freaking awesome. Anyways, like always, keep your wang in and your douche out from Chris. <laughs> I don't know if that tag's going to. Let's check it yeah. out. Battle Beast. That bass line sounds like Holy Diver. Oh, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Holy Diver! Her voice is a little too whiskey for me so far. There you go. All right, now we're talking. Finally. At first, I was like, ah. Then she sounded like Gargamel from the Smurfs. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Oh, I don't like this part again. <laughs> Not feeling this song. I'm with you, man. I, it's... That one part's awesome, though. Yeah. All right, we're done. <laughs> I like the Dio part. Yeah. That was about it. Yeah, sorry. Hey, hey, they all can't be winners. No, Stay positive. Chris. We appreciate it, though. We appreciate Point the effort. Point proven. <laughs> batting 500. Shot taken. All right, well, I think it's almost time to get out of here, so why don't we finish things up with a little Facebook drama? Oh, sweet. In the days of the past, there has always been one thing to join all the bitches together. And that thing has always been a Facebook. 
And now, muchachos, señoritas, Les Steve, de los producer, shall bring us the best of the drama from the Facebooks. All right, if you are new to our program, the STP Cats, we do this. And also, you hear it on the BJ Shea Morning Experience. It's become quite the popular feature. It's called Facebook Drama. It's a chance for us to point out the stupidity that happens on Facebook. And if you do something stupid, hopefully we will find it, and hopefully some drama unfolds, and we will reenact it here on the STP Cast. This week, there is a theme, and it's uh, March Madness, which is fully in gear today. I have oh not filled goodness. out my brackets yet. Which I think I might be too late at this point. No. The, it, Doesn't it, it start, start today? It starts today, but you can wait until Thursday to f- turn them in. Oh. Oh, so maybe the games that are happening right now are, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know how like, it works. Once I saw that, I was like, you know, I don't, I'm not giving $10. There's a play-in game. So, so there's like one extra team that gets eliminated first, and then the brackets are officially set. Gotcha. So we got. Time. So maybe that's today. That might be why. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, I don't know how that works, but uh, this guy is not very happy about March Madness. So you know what? I'll play the role of Frank. Rev, you can be Todd. <laughs> Top shelf, you'll be Matt. Matt. And the Mono Nick, and Mono Nick, you will be Greg. All right. You guys ready? Oh yeah. I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> Everybody with their brackets. March Madness can kiss my ass. All of my coworkers are wasting time on the job. For what? So that they can win a couple of bucks? Here's an idea. If you want to win some money. Yeah. Oh, here's an idea. If you want some money, get back to work, losers. S. M-H. Jeez, Frank. If you don't want to do a bracket, just don't do it. No one at work is making you hell. No one really likes you at work besides me. L-O-L. Of course they don't like me! I work hard and I make them look bad. I get overlooked for every promotion. You know how I... You know I should be the manager, not you. I guess if I kissed more ass and filled out some brackets like you, then maybe I'll get promoted. You work hard, R-O-F-L. You got written up last week for sleeping on a pallet in the warehouse. Work harder, my ass. Shut the hell up, you ass-kissing, bracket-filling Or how about the time you and Shelly got caught in the bathroom? Watch your mouth, Frank. We all know you're the most self-entitled crappy worker, and you're lucky to even have a job. Maybe you should fill out a bracket and stop sleeping and banging on the job. Wait, Frank, you banged Shelly? Nice. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Say it, do it again, but say Sheila. You said 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 Shelly. I did? Yeah, yeah, you did. So Mono Nick oh, made man, the adjustment. Like he improvised. Master of puppets are pulling toppy strings. Uh, I He's saying Shelly when he says should say Sheila. <laughs> I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate Nick and the adjustment. Yeah, yeah. nice Look job. Look at Call that, man. Audible. See? Weed's fine. <laughs> That's Weed right. is totally fine, bras. <laughs> bras. <laughs> All right, well, you know what? Let's get out of here. All right, then. That way you can poop. You can go where you need to go, Top Shelf. I will. And I can get my taxes done. Yay! Yay! Well, I'm seeing some money from it, I hope. Well, yeah. 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 It's More goalie gear. It's, no, it's to <laughs> replenish the Super Bowl oh, fund. Oh, yeah, my bad. Oh, my yeah, bad. right? Seriously. <laughs> I know, totally. That's <laughs> what we need it for. Can you write that off? Yeah, right. I should. I kind of could, I guess. Yeah, maybe. That requires effort. I'm not BJ. <laughs> All right, we're going to get out of here. Next week on the STP cast is going to be all about WrestleMania. Bray Wyatt, the new face of fear, will be joining us. 
Plus, we'll be doing our WrestleMania picks and whatever else that we get to. We do appreciate you guys listening, subscribing on iTunes or Stitcher, or listening at KISW.com or on the app. However you're finding us, we appreciate it. Find us on Facebook. We have a group. It's a lot of fun. People fun post fun stuff. No drama. Just STP-Cast on Facebook. So for Mono Nick, the Reverend Enfuego, and Top Shell, keep your wang in and your douche out. <laughs> Stay positive and suck it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.